Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. Number one, and from there, hallelujah, the book of Romans, Romans chapter number eight, hallelujah. I want to thank God for the praise and worship team that has been, and our musicians that have been serving the body of Christ all these many weeks that we have been in a different scenario, but nevertheless, they have been faithful, they have been consistent, and we thank God for them. We thank God for those who are watching and praying from your homes and your destinations, wherever you are, we are praying for you. And if you need prayer today, you can call Refuge Temple right now. We have somebody on the phone ready to take your call at 336-570-3664, 336-570-3664. If you need prayer, if you just need somebody to talk to, somebody to pray with you, there is somebody waiting right now to take your call. Hallelujah. And you can call the church now. One of our elders is waiting to receive your call at 336 570 Six, four. We're going to begin in the Gospel of St. John, chapter number 14. St. John, chapter 14, and we'll begin reading at verse number 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world see of me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. Revelation chapter number one and verse number 18, the Bible says, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen. And I have the keys of death, of hell rather, and of death. And finally, the book of Romans, Romans chapter number eight and verse number Nine, Romans chapter 8 and verse number 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. God bless you. I want to talk to you today from the subject, the lifeline, the lifeline, the lifeline, the outbreak of the coronavirus has made all of us keenly aware, keenly observant, keenly um, 
listening concerning the concept of death. In North Carolina, there have been to date 4,312 cases of corona diagnosed through testing, and there have been 80 deaths. In the United States as a whole, there have been 492,416 cases of the coronavirus to date, and there have been 18,559 deaths. Now, I, I, I lament and I grieve the critical loss of life totaling over 18,000 people, but I celebrate the fact that the predictors, the experts, said that by this time there would be over 100,000 people dead. Hallelujah. But thank God that what they predicted did not come to pass. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, that's a reason to praise him. Hallelujah. They had predicted by Resurrection Sunday there would be over 100,000 people in this country dead from corona. But thank God what they predicted did not come to pass. Oh, hallelujah. I believe somebody prayed. Hallelujah. I believe somebody sought the face of God. I believe somebody pleaded the blood. Oh, Shatama. Hey, God. And said, Lord, if it's possible, oh, God, move. Oh, God, abate the deaths that could come. But, but the reality is hardly any of us do not know someone who has died. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm, I'm lamenting for and celebrating at the same time a family that last Sunday, both um, two members of the family were in the hospital with corona. And one was released and one died. It's been that kind of a scenario where you celebrate the release of somebody you love, but you have to lament the passing of somebody that you love. That's the time that we live in, that everybody has been touched, if not directly, indirectly by the nature of this pandemic. Consequently, all of us, I believe, are looking at death differently. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, we're looking at it differently. We, I think we always had a respect for and an understanding of death, but the magnitude that we're seeing in this season has caused us to look at life and look at death a little bit differently. Some of us are becoming more careful. Hallelujah. I, I, I never thought the day would come when I would leave my house and hallelujah, pick up my car keys and my wallet and my phone and my gloves and my mask. Come on, somebody. But hallelujah, it's making us look at life a little bit differently. Hallelujah. Oh, God, coughing used to bother some of us, but now coughing's making us jump. Come on, somebody. If you're standing in line and, oh, God, in, in, in Walmart trying to get your groceries and somebody coughs behind you or in front of you, you go to pleading the blood. Come on, somebody. It could be allergies, it could be anything, but that's the nature of what death has done to us. It's made us more careful. It has made some people more foolish. Hallelujah. There's some folk out here that say, you know what, I don't care what's going on, I'm not going to get anything. I'm, and, and they're being foolish in their behavior, in their actions. Oh God, they're standing up on top of you and they're talking around you and they're releasing all kind of stuff in the air. You don't know what they have, but they're just being foolish because 
because they're not looking at the times. Some of us, praise our God, are being more reflective. That means we're starting to think about, oh God, what have I done with my life? What have I done with my time? How have I spent my life these many years? Because now there's a possibility that my life might end prematurely. There's a possibility that I might not live to be as old as my parents. I might not live to be as old as my grandparents. And how am I handling that reality? And, and some of us are having difficult conversations. Oh God, because of the time in which we live, and this is something I haven't done and don't do often, but I literally sat down with my wife and told her the insurance policy is here and here's where this is and here is where that is and here is where if, if, if something happens to me, how I want my services to be carried out. You start having those conversations because death is right in our face and it's looking at us and maybe you haven't had it but you've thought about it because that's the nature of the time in which we live. But as I was considering what to share today on this resurrection morning with the body of Christ and others that would tune in and listen, the Holy Spirit spoke to me concerning the reality that Jesus Christ is our lifeline. And that's what the Lord said, remind the church that I am still their lifeline. Remind the sinner that is outside of the ark of safety that I can be his lifeline. Remind the backslider, oh God, that has drifted away, that I want them to get reconnected because I am still, oh hallelujah, their lifeline. Oh come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Lifeline is a um, nautical term. It mainly takes its origin from sailing and the Navy way of life. And it, it, it was a line or rope for saving life as one attached to a lifeboat. Meaning that, hallelujah, somebody falls out of the boat and falls into the shark infested waters. They would from the lifeboat throw out what was called a lifeline. And if you grab the lifeline, hallelujah, it could save your life. It, on various ships there was a line running around the ship a rope running around the ship as the sailors oh God walked through the ship on a stormy night they could grab the lifeline and not be driven into the water by the waves or the wind oh God it is a route or a means of transportation or communication for receiving or delivering food or medicine or assistance other words is how help gets to you that if I'm in some place and I need help. If somebody gives me the lifeline, I can live. If I'm drowning, if somebody throws out the lifeline, that's the old hymn of the church, throw out the lifeline because somebody is slipping away. Oh, hallelujah. And the Lord said to me early this morning that it's assistance at a critical time. And maybe you haven't figured out that we are now at critical times. If you look at your calendar, if you look at your watch, it is saying right now, that these are critical times. But I came to say to somebody that in these critical times, Jesus Christ is our lifeline. Oh, hallelujah. Anybody know that's true? That in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of the shortages, in the midst of the trouble, I'm thanking God today that Jesus, oh, hallelujah, is the lifeline. Oh, somebody open your mouth and give God the glory because he's the lifeline. 
Hallelujah. And this is the text the Lord really honed me in on in the gospel of St. John. St. John, this is prior to the crucifixion of Jesus. This is right before he goes to the cross. It's right before he is to be mocked and humiliated and in every kind of way desecrated by men before he offers himself on that cruel hill of Golgotha. And the Bible says that he says to them in St. John chapter 14, most of us know this, he says, let not your heart be troubled. If ye believe in God, believe also in me. He, he announces to them that he is going away and that in the, his going away that he's sending the comforter uh, in, in the Greek allos paracletus one after the manner a sort that they already had I'm going away but I'm sending oh God the Holy Ghost in my place oh God and he's coming and, and allos paracletus is important because allos means one just like that which you already have that the Holy Ghost is not separate from Jesus the Holy Ghost is not different from Jesus but it's just Jesus living inside of us. Anybody glad they got the Holy Ghost? Thank God that the Holy Ghost is living, oh God, inside of us. But he makes some critical declarations in verses 18 and 19, and that's really where I want to focus on. He first says this, and this just touched me this morning. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. Oh God, one of the realities that we have not talked about a lot is the emotional impact of this season. Hallelujah that everybody has been in some way emotionally impacted by this. Oh God, can I, can I be transparent? I, I, I have dealt with the fear of catching corona. Oh hallelujah, let's be honest about it. I've read the stories of people in ICU struggling for air I, and I have a very vivid, oh God, connection because my mother died of pulmonary issues and I remember her losing her ability to breathe and to hold oxygen. In fact, the day, and it happened around this time, oh God, almost uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it happened around, oh God, this time that my sister went to see her and while they were talking, my mother turned purple because the oxygen level had dropped so in her body and they put her on oxygen. They rushed her to the emergency room. They put her in ICU. They put her on the incubator and I watched my mother struggle to breathe and, and, and when they said corona looks just like this, I thought about my mother and so I had some very vivid oh God bouts in my mind oh God about what could happen to me if I got sick oh God but I'm so glad that the Lord said I will not leave you comfortless because even as I was thinking about it the Lord reminded me whether you get sick or not I'm with you oh hallelujah whether you can breathe or not I'm with you whether you grieve or not I am still with you I'm so glad he promised that he would not leave us comfortless. I had to deal with the reality of Lord, maybe life's not going to be the same. And There's shortages for this and there's shortages for that. And I'm not bragging, but I'm praising God that everything that I have needed in this season, God has provided. Oh, come on somebody. Oh God, I got, oh God, paper towels in my house. I got bread in my house. I even got toilet paper. Don't come to my house looking for none. 
but I got some in my house. Oh, hallelujah, because God's providing. Oh, hallelujah, there's enough to eat. There's provision, there's gas in my car because God's providing. You know why? Because he promised never to leave us. And I need to make this clear to everybody that's watching that the corona does not negate the promise of God in your life. Everything God said he would do, he is true to his word. If he was a provider before corona, he'll be a provider with corona. If he was a healer before corona, he'll be a healer with corona. Because everything God is, he shall always be. Oh, come on and shout hallelujah. He says, I will not leave you comfortless, but I'm going to come to you. But he makes a statement in the Gospel of John that says that the world cannot see him. And you would think that in this time, people will be trying their best to find faith. And there is a segment out there trying to find faith. I saw a picture online of every Bible being taken out of the Walmart in, in some city because people were buying Bibles to find answers to what's going on. But you know, there's still people that don't care about what's going on. Oh God, there's still people that don't have enough sense to seek the Lord even at this needed hour. So he said, the world is not going to see me. The world is not going to understand me. But he says, you see me. Oh God, and you know me and, and this is the part that got in my spirit he said because I live oh oh God anybody get this Jesus said because I live ye shall live also so it doesn't matter oh God I'm not being cavalier and I'm not being insensitive about who else is dying because people are dying and I'm grieving every day but I'm here oh God to declare that the Lord said because I live ye shall live also I need you to get that in your spirit the Lord said because I live ye shall live also oh hallelujah that means that my life is depending on the life of Jesus Christ now that means you got to have faith that your life can depend on oh hallelujah can your life depend on your faith? Because the Bible says the just shall live, how? By faith. So that means faith is not just um, a extra added attraction. It's not just something good to have. But if you're going to live in this season, you're going to have to have faith. Oh, hallelujah. And what? pastor should I believe in you need to believe that because Jesus is living oh God you can live as well oh hallelujah the one they, they put all the celebrities oh God who have suffered from corona they put their names and their pictures oh God on Facebook and on CNN and on Fox they have made it clear who's lived and who's died with corona but the one name I didn't read in the paper and the one name I didn't see on CNN is that Jesus died from corona oh hallelujah that means he's still alive and as long as he's still alive guess what I can live because Jesus is still alive somebody shout hallelujah so I need to know that he's alive 
and I need to know that he will keep me alive. Oh, hallelujah. So you say, well, Bishop, oh God, Jesus lived, oh God, 2,000 years ago. And, and people have record that Jesus died. Oh God, and even the Bible has a record that Jesus died. In fact, Jesus said it himself in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 18, where he said, I am he that liveth and was dead. Oh, hallelujah. Look at the past tense. Oh God, was dead. He does not dispute the fact that he died. In fact, it was necessary for Jesus to die. Oh God, because of the sin of humanity, because of the degradation and the guilt of humanity, somebody had to die for the sins of the world. Oh God, that's why, oh God, if I could take you back to Genesis where Abraham was about to offer Isaac, oh God, as a sacrifice, that the Bible says that Isaac asked Abraham, he said, Father, I see the wood and I see the fire, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham prophesied not only to his son, but to humanity when he said the Lord will provide himself a lamb. Oh, hallelujah. That means that I needed somebody to die for me. And because no one else was worthy to die for me, the Lord provided himself a lamb. He made himself the lamb so that he could die for my sins. John saw him at the Jordan River and said, behold the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Aren't you glad that Mary had a little lamb? Oh, hallelujah, whose fleece was white as snow. Mary had a lamb whose name was Jesus, and that lamb Jesus died for our sins. That lamb Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. That lamb Jesus lived and he loved me, died and he saved me, was buried and he carried my sins away. Somebody take a minute, put your hands together and celebrate the lamb, the lamb of God. Oh, Shatanamosi, the Lamb of God. It was necessary for Jesus to die. Jesus had to die so my sins could be forgiven. Jesus had to die so my sins could be remitted. Jesus had to die so that my soul would not be lost. And I'm celebrating the fact that he took everything that should have been mine and put it on his own shoulders shoulders. He took my sin. He took my guilt. He took my lust. He took my hang-ups. He took my problems and took them on himself. And when he died at Calvary, the Bible says that he nailed the handwriting of ordinances that were against us. He nailed all of my sin to the cross. So it doesn't matter if you know my past what you don't know is that Jesus paid it all and all to him I owe sin has left a crimson stain 
but he washed whiter than snow. I wish I was preaching to blood washed people. I wish I was preaching to people that have been delivered out of their sin. Because if you know where the Lord has brought you from, you would open your mouth. You would give God the glory. You might be in your bedroom with your fluffy slippers on, but I need you to praise him right now because your sin has been washed in the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing, nothing, nothing but the blood. Shout hallelujah. Oh God, oh God. They wrote a song that said they hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head. For me, he died. That's love. But that's not how the story ends. Three days later, when they took Jesus off the cross, they took his body to the cemetery. But his spirit went into hell. Oh, hallelujah. Why would Jesus uh, go to hell? Uh, because the Old Testament saints uh, died in faith, uh, but because there was no redemption, uh, they went to Sheol. Uh, they went to the lockup, uh, and they waited there uh, for the coming of the Lord. Uh, one of the patriarchs said, uh, I shall see him, uh, but not now. Uh, I shall behold him, uh, but not now. Uh, they waited uh, for centuries, uh, but when Jesus walked into hell David broke out in a song and said lift up your heads oh ye gates be lifted up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is the king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle lift up your heads America lift up your heads Refuge, lift up your heads, and the King of Glory shall come in. He preached until revival broke out in hell. And on resurrection morning, he got up. Oh, hallelujah. They tried to keep him in. They sealed the tomb, put guards around the tomb. But on resurrection morning, he broke open the tomb, put on a new robe. Where'd it come from, Pastor? I don't know it. I don't care. But he put on a new robe and walked out of the tomb and declared I am he that liveth I was dead but behold I'm alive forevermore I've got the keys to hell and to death oh death where is thy stick oh grave where is thy victory shout hallelujah Somebody shout, he lives. Somebody shout, he lives. Somebody shout, he lives. 
Somebody shout, he lives. He walks with me. He talks with me along this narrow way. He lives. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know that he lives. He lives in my heart. I can feel him. I can feel him. Y'all ain't hearing that. I can feel him. I can feel him. I can feel him. I can feel him. And I know. Hey, God. Come on, put your hands together. Give God the praise. Put your hands together. Give God the praise. Well, preacher, how you know that he's alive? Because he is my lifeline. Oh, hallelujah. And the lifeline is meaningless if you're disconnected. Oh, hallelujah. It's like having a million dollar cell phone and you can't get a signal. Oh, hallelujah. I got to be able to touch him. He's got to be able to touch me. I gotta have uh, the lifeline uh, that's why the bible says uh, you don't hear it much uh, but it's in the word uh, if any man uh, have not the spirit uh, of christ uh, he is none of his uh, i came to preach to you today uh, and tell you the holy ghost uh, is a necessity uh, oh hallelujah uh, it's not just uh, something good to have uh, along the way uh, but in him i live uh, in him i move in him I have my being he's living in my spirit he's living in my soul he's living in my mind anybody got the Holy Ghost shout hallelujah anybody got the Holy Ghost shout hallelujah anybody got the Holy Ghost whoo shatama satanae Oh, somebody ought to thank God right now for the Holy Ghost. Come on, thank him right now for the Holy Ghost. Somebody thank him right now for the Holy Ghost. Somebody thank him right now for the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, and if he's in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness oh God hallelujah everybody's life is impacted by what's going on in the world but I'm thanking God that I'm not cut off oh hallelujah I have not seen a full church in about five weeks but I'm not cut off come on somebody oh hallelujah I'm not cut off I'm not y'all ain't hearing this I'm not cut off Oh God, because I can be all alone in my house, walking downstairs, nobody around, and I can say Jesus and the power from the lifeline. <laughs> the power from the lifeline. The joy from the lifeline. The strength from the lifeline. Oh God, oh God, 
Oh, God. Thank God for the lifeline. Thank God for the life. Thank God for the lifeline. Oh, God. Hallelujah. I miss the saints. That's why I get on Zoom so I can see faces. But I don't miss the Holy Ghost because he has not left me. You can only miss somebody that's gone. You can only miss somebody that's gone. But if the Holy Ghost is right here, how can you miss him when he's right here? How can you miss him when he's right here? How can you miss him when he's right here? Oh God. He said this, and I'm closing. He said this, because I live. Y'all hear that? Because I live, ye shall live also. Because I live, ye shall live also. Saints, about 10 years ago, I went to Jerusalem and I saw Golgotha. It looks like a skull. And near Golgotha, there's a tomb that they say by historical record was the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And I walked in the tomb. Come on, somebody. I didn't want to take anybody's word for it. I walked in the tomb and I couldn't find a body. Y'all ain't saying nothing. There was no casket that said, here lies Jesus. Because he was only there three days and three nights and he got up and he lives. Y'all, somebody saying, Bishop, how you know he lives? You weren't there. You didn't see him. I got it. I'm not an eyewitness. I never talked to somebody who was an eyewitness. But my soul is a witness. I need a soul witness. I need a soul witness in here. I need a soul witness in here. My soul is a witness that he is alive. Oh, God. You can't touch nobody, but just wave across the aisle and say, I know he's alive. I know he's alive. I know he's alive. I know he's alive. How you know? Because I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him in my heart. I feel him in my mind. I feel him in my spirit. He's all over me. He's all over me. He's all over me. And he's keeping me. He's keeping me. He's keeping me. He's keeping me. Keeping me alive. Oh, Satama Satanae. Hakiyarama Siatanama. Hey, God. Oh, God. And I, I, I've been thinking, I told you, been thinking a lot about death. And I was preaching last Sunday, and the enemy said to me, What if this 
is your last sermon and you die of corona. But I got an answer for the devil. God forbid I die of corona. You're going to take a dead body with a living spirit. Okay, y'all, that, that went over somebody's head. Oh, you're going to take a dead body with a living spirit. All you can bury is this body. Oh, that's all you can That's all you can bury. You can't bury my spirit because my spirit is going back to the God that gave it. And when the first trumpet sounds, that spirit is going to be joined to that body and I'll be caught up. Oh, Ain't trying to die. Gonna wear my mask. Gonna wear my gloves. Gonna wash my hands 20 seconds. Every time I wash them, rub down in alcohol. But God forbid I leave here. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Why? He's my lifeline. Because I live, ye shall live also. Somebody real quick, let's celebrate eternal life right now. Come on, let's celebrate eternal life. 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 Oh, she done almost. Oh, cut on almost. Hey, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my Savior. Glory to God. you celebrate like that bishop because if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies thank God for the quickening power of the Holy Ghost thank God for the quickening power of the Holy Ghost. Thank God 
for the quickening power. Oh, glory. Shatama Satanaya Shekama. Thank God for the quickening power. Thank God for the quickening power. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why, listen to me, you need more than tongues. You need the quickening power of the Holy Ghost. You need more than tongues. You need the quickening power of the Holy Ghost. That when I feel like giving up, when I feel like dying, he'll come by and quicken me. He'll come by and shake me. He'll come by and lift me. Oh, Kashatala Masitama. Kashatala Masatana Masitama. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Everybody shout hallelujah. Thank God. You can be seated. Thank God. Thank God. He is our lifeline. Thank God. He is our lifeline. Thank God. He is our lifeline. He's 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 our lifeline. Hoshatama. You know what a lifeline is? A lifeline is not only what you can hold on to, but a lifeline will get you everything you need to survive. Listen to me, church. The Holy Ghost is going to give you everything you need to survive faith joy deliverance power he's gonna give you everything you need everything 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 glory everything Everything. 
everything. Everything. Let's pray. Those watching, join me in this prayer. Those in the sanctuary, join me in this prayer. Prayer is real simple. Jesus, you are our lifeline. So everything that we need to live, to sustain, to grow, is in you right now. Thank you, Jesus, that we are not cut off. Thank you, Jesus, that we are not insufficient. Thank you, Jesus, that although we have never been in this place before, you're the God that will see us through. Right now, I feel strength coming through the lifeline. I feel joy for somebody coming through the lifeline. I feel power for somebody coming through the lifeline. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Lord, I'm praying for somebody that's disconnected. They either never knew you or they knew you once but not now. I'm praying for a connection to be established today. God, do it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Do it right now. Build the lifeline. Sustain them. Save them. Restore them. And deliver them now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for being the lifeline. Thank you, God, that our needs are met. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It is well with our soul. In the name of Jesus. We love you now. In Jesus' name. Everybody give God praise. In the sanctuary watching online, everybody give God praise. We sincerely hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336 336- Five seven zero three six six four. Again, that's three three six five seven zero three six six four. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. Or email us info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom.